This is the Summit Life Ministries audio experience. Hi, and welcome to the Age Changer Show, brought to you by Summit Life Ministries. My name is Carmen Furrow, and this is Lynn Furrow, the founder of Summit Life Ministries, and my husband. Our vision at Summit Life Ministries is to elevate, equip, and empower. Elevate the church's vision to see our identity through God's eternal purpose. Empower believers to live Oh, sorry, my bad. Equip believers to live with an eternal perspective and empower believers to live supernatural lifestyles in faith-filled obedience. Thank you for joining us today. We finished yesterday talking about these three facets of truth. Um, Number one, what have we been given in Jesus Christ? Number two, what am I being made in Christ? And then number three is where we were going to head. And I'm just going to say it. Where is he taking us? And I want you to just go with it from there. Yeah, Carmen, I've really enjoyed uh, the material we've yeah. uh, gotten into so far, and we've really just scratched the surface. I mm-hmm. wanted to be further along, but uh, if we need to use next week to walk through some of the passages, mm-hmm. uh, we encourage you again to get a notebook out in your scriptures. If you're watching this or re-listen to it, if you're doing the podcast and the audio experience, Uh, Before we launch into the Word, I also am reminded of something that I want to say thank you uh, to someone, and I'm not going to say their names, but we are using a multi-directional podcasting mic uh, that is new, but somebody bought it and donated it to us. That's awesome. And so uh, we just want to say thank you. Thank you. Uh, We have been using a makeshift studio in our basement. And we have been borrowing some equipment using my, actually my son Joshua's camera because uh, we have been doing a low budget thing just to get launched. Uh, but we know that we needed certain equipment mm-hmm. to get started. And we knew that our early episodes, there was like a, a echo chamber effect. Yeah. And we got feedback from people that said, hey, uh, it, it sounds like, so <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you're in an echo chamber. And we knew that we needed better equipment, better audio. And God answered uh, that prayer by having someone uh, buy us a multi-directional podcasting microphone. So I hope that there is a step up, Mm -hmm. not in the voice quality of the speaker, (laughs) but in the sound of the listener uh, in what you're hearing. And I think our expectation should be that that God does things when we walk in faith-filled obedience. We step out and we don't know how that's all going to look and how that's all going to be provided, yeah. but we trust in God. We offered the Lord a sack lunch. It was our little <laughs> sack lunch lunch moment. We said, what is, what is this uh, to yeah. so many? But you start somewhere, yeah. little as much when God is in it, and he takes and begins to multiply what we offer to him. He's willing to take the smallest of things, and to make uh, much out of it. And so we want to give uh, gratitude and thanksgiving to God for his provision, but also the people of God that are willing to support us in this uh, pioneer endeavor of launching a a show called The Age Changer Show and a podcast called The Age Changer Show. Well, we want to talk in this episode about where we are being taken in Christ. Mm -hmm. And it will also fill in backfill, fill in some of the blanks of the other two. What we've been given, 
and what we're being made in Christ. Mm -hmm. But I would like us first to look at a passage of scripture in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 19. Because I think this verse, and there are many others, but this one succinctly tells us where Jesus went. When he, when he disappeared out of their sight and the angels told mm. the disciples, this same Jesus that you saw uh, go out of your vision, out of your sight, will come again in like manner. That's the, the first promise that we mm -hmm. have of a second coming, and it will be a literal, visible uh, uh, revealing of Jesus in his second coming. But Jesus did not just disappear and we don't know what happened to him. Right. Again, his life experience continued and he was what we call a forerunner. And a forerunner is someone that is experiencing something new for the first time, but it is the intention of God for others to follow in his footsteps. Mm -hmm. So these exact steps that Jesus took himself, he took on our behalf, knowing that he was a forerunner, knowing that he was blazing a spiritual trail and not to use a, uh, a, a Star Trek analogy, but he was going... <laughs> where no man, <laughs> no man had gone. gone before. That's right. But he wasn't going to a, a different uh, solar system uh, or a different <laughs> galaxy. But he was going into a heavenly realm, a yeah. dimension of reality yeah. that no man had ever experienced. Matter of fact, it was clear the prohibition mm -hmm. that God had established in the Old Testament. He said, no one has seen God face to face and had full disclosure mm -hmm. and never lived. They never survived the encounter. So I, it doesn't mean that someone saw him and then had died. God just said, you won't have in your current state because sin and, and corruption cannot live in my presence. I would consume it. Um, and so he just said, no man can see me and, and live and, and have their existence. Mm -hmm. Even Moses, who was a friend of God, Moses, who was a man who was the most teachable man in that moment of history. Yeah. He was a man who sought for the glory of God. Yeah. He pursued the presence, the presence of God. Of he longed to stay in God's tabernacle and to just be in God's uh, manifest presence because God had chosen to dwell in the tabernacle of Moses mm -hmm. and his Shekinah glory was there, but it was veiled. It was behind a veil mm -hmm. called the Holy of Holies. And so Moses would, just like the other priest, he would stand outside of that veil. He may could see the, the glory or the aura, the mm -hmm. radiance uh, of that manifest presence of God that dwelled, uh, you know, between the cherubim and the illumination of that glory. But yet he, he was denied the ultimate revelation that he longed to have. But finally, in a moment of 
of just spiritual desperation. He says, will you show me your glory? And God says, can't do it, Moses, but I will pass by you. And I'm going to put you in an outcropping of a cliff face that will overshadow you. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to put my hand over the cliff outcropping. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to shield my total glory from your eyes. But I'm going to pass by and that light is going to you know, reflect off of my being, but I don't want you to die because you're Mm -hmm. my friend, but I'm going to cause my glory to pass by you. And it says that Moses saw the backside after God had passed by Mm -hmm. that he was able to see the reflective glory of God uh, as it passed by him. But Jesus for the first time in human history, has a face-to-face, unrestricted revelation of the glory of God uh, in his ascension and then in the following exaltation. As a man. As a man. As a resurrected man, he now is allowed to enter the places where no man has ever been. And he's now able to go be brought near Mm -hmm. uh, the throne of God. This is what it says. It says in verse 19 of Hebrews chapter six, says we have this as a sure and a steadfast anchor of the soul, Mm -hmm. a hope that enters into the inner place behind the curtain where Jesus has gone. So it says that we have an anchor that tethers our heart to a hope that's in heaven for us. Mm -hmm. So on earth, in the middle of our trials and tribulations and our tests and our stresses, our heart is tethered to a hope that is in heaven. Mm Well, is it a real hope? Is it a genuine hope? Is it an enduring hope? Or was it just Mm -hmm. a temporary hope? Well, we know it's an everlasting, enduring hope because it's a hope that is not just the tether of hope to our heart. It's not just on the outside of heaven's door. Keep following the cord, (laughs) you know, keep following the rope of hope. And you'll find that it, it goes into the gate of heaven it goes into the outer court. It goes into the inner court. But keep following the cord of hope, the rope of hope. And you will find that it goes past to the, in the inter, inner, inner chamber mm-hmm. of the very abode and throne room of God, mm-hmm. the Holy of Holies. Mm-hmm. And we know that that is a living hope. It's an enduring hope because it's a living hope that is based on the endless resurrected life of Jesus Christ. As long as Jesus lives and continues to live, I have an enduring hope. I have a living hope. And it says that this hope enters into the inner place behind the curtain where Jesus has gone as a forerunner 
And remember, as a forerunner on our behalf. He took this trip, not just for himself, of saying, I lived in heaven before I became a man. Didn't think it was robbery to be equal with God. But now, in his life experience, as a human being, he's returning back to God. And now he's experiencing heaven from a different perspective, through human eyes, through a human heart, through a human lens, through a human framework. He's experiencing what you and I are going to experience when we get to heaven. And so he knows that it's going to be a pretty traumatic, awe-inspiring, but yet could be intimidating experience. But that's why he sends hope to our heart to say, no man has ever seen God and lived, but I did. Things have changed. And I want to give to you now a hope that you can anticipate this day. It will no longer be dreadful and terrible, but it will be satisfying, fulfilling, and glorifying that everything that you ever dreamed, everything that you ever tried to wrap your heart and mind around of the things that God has prepared for those that love him. I want you to know, have hope. Have hope, my sons and daughters. Have hope, my friends. Have hope, uh, humanity, Mm -hmm. because I have made a way for you where there was no way. No man ever got past this veil and was able to remain and stay because they didn't have an ability to live in this environment. But I have gone before you as a forerunner knowing that you're going to follow in my footsteps and that every man that knows me will be given the ultimate joy-filled experience of being before their God and Father and being introduced by Jesus, he will introduce us to the Father, not with dread, but with what Jude said, with exceeding great joy. What a comfort to know that when I come before the throne of God Almighty, Mm -hmm. the living God, the creator of the heavens and the earth, that even though I may feel that I I stand alone and in his awesomeness and his greatness, his glory and power, I could be overwhelmed in that moment. I will sense someone by my side who will say, it's okay, you're home now. I went ahead of you and I prepared a place uniquely for you that where I am, you will be with me also. So the forerunner has entered on our behalf and he has become a high priest Mm -hmm. forever after the order of Melchizedek. Now I quoted uh, or paraphrased a passage of scripture, but I want to give people this scriptural reference. Jude, which is only one chapter, small letter, but in verse 24, Jude finishes with this 
prayer, this doxology. He says, now unto him who is able to keep you. Keep you from stumbling, but not only to prevent you from falling, but to present you blameless, faultless, before the presence of his glory with great joy to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. Amen. Now, Carmen, I want us to go to the book of Ephesians, and I want us to uh, finish this episode today by looking at this prayer that I encourage us. Uh, There are many apostolic prayers that have been prayed in Scripture specifically, uh, and we just read one in the book of Jude, a doxology. And to him who is able to keep us from falling or stumbling and to present us with exceeding great joy. Faultless. Faultless. uh, To our great God and Savior through our Lord Jesus Christ. That is a prayer that you and I can pray. Thank you, Jesus, for, for presenting us blameless, for presenting us faultless, for removing every sin stain from us, for breaking the power of, of, sh- of a, a, a shame and a sin consciousness from us that allows us to be able to approach God, not with intimidation or trepidation, but with a heart knowing that we, we stand before God as righteous as God himself because of a free gift through Jesus Christ. That's a prayer that you can pray. Yeah. But also Paul in Ephesians prays a powerful apostolic prayer. And it's a familiar one if you've read and you've studied the book of Ephesians. And it says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge or the intimate knowledge of him. That's what we're trying to unpack. If I want to know who I am in Christ, what I've been given, what I've been made, being made to be, and where he's taking me, I need to ask the Holy Spirit to come with wisdom and revelation so that I see every aspect of what he's done in the cross, burial, resurrection, and uh, ascension and exaltation. Paul said, I pray that your eyes, your spiritual eyes, the eyes of your heart is in, are enlightened and that you would know what is the hope to which he has called you. The hope is not only a resurrection from the dead, but an ascension and an exaltation. That's Mm. the high calling of God that is in Christ Jesus. It starts out with being raised, but raised for what? You're raised to be ascended and raised to be exalted. Mm. Then it says, this is the hope to which he's called you. And what are the riches of his glorious inheritance that he has given to the saints or that he has put into the saints. He's put himself, his glory, his majesty, his righteousness in us so that, again, we then qualify for what he wants to entrust and give to us. But then there's a third thing that Paul has us pray about. What is the immeasurable greatness of his power towards us who believe 
according to the working of his great might, that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. And there's where we like to finish stating the passage of scripture. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't stop there. We need to know the exceeding greatness of his power that he manifested towards us who believe. I've said the mm-hmm. resurrection is a exhibition that God put on display, but it was for a specific audience. Principalities of powers saw it. Angels saw it. Angels and demons. But that was not the primary audience. The audience by which all of God's power was put on display in a moment when Jesus was raised from the dead was for an audience of those that would believe in him. Mm. It was for us. For what purpose? It was so that we could see that God is able to transform, translate, raise up, have us ascend and be seated or a a synonym, spiritual synonym for that, to be exalted with Christ in heavenly places with him. So it says this, it says that he was raised from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places far above all rule and authority and power and dominion. It goes, it's like Paul is throwing every (laughs) term out to express every sphere and level of authority Mm -hmm. because he, he, he wants you to know everything that's ever been created, anything that was created to be placed in a position of authority, to have authority, to have rule, to have a have a reign, to have an expression of, of dominion. God has taken a man, raised him up, caused him to, to ascend into the heavenly realms. And, and while he's ascending up, and while he's coming through these dimensions of glory and realms of heavenly places, there are there are angelic archangels there are dominion and and people of power and authority that have been entrusted in these realms and and Jesus has been being escorted right past them and they're going cuz this is called the mystery which is in Christ mm-hmm. and they're going is that is that a man and he <laughs> I've never seen a man in this place before. Right. And, and, and he's being escorted right past them into another dimension, into another dimension, till finally this man is brought into the throne room of God the Father. It says he, he exalted him far above all rule, authority, power, dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, this is a powerful one, but also in the age to come. But I can't stop there. (laughs) And he put all things under his feet. So on that day, every angel, every archangel, every cherubim, every seraphim, every angelic order, angel armies with all of their rankings, every type of heavenly being, the court of heaven had to bow and acknowledge. And it says he put all things under his feet 
gave him as head over all things. But again, the forerunner did it on the behalf of someone. Said that he was made the head over all things on behalf of the church. Mm. And it says, which is his body, the expression of himself, which would be an expression of the fullness of him who will fill all things everywhere. And so it's a very important that we contemplate if I'm going to find out who I am and where I'm being taken, what I've been given, I must see where he has gone on my behalf. Well, guys, I don't know if this blesses you, but whenever we have conversations about what Jesus has done and we, we remember mm-hmm. who he is and what he's done, the Bible says there is a book of remembrance where these things are written down. I want God to record this day in his book of remembrance that my wife and I had a conversation about our mediator, yeah. our forerunner, our king, who has gone before us and has made a way where there was no way. And therefore I have an enduring and a living hope hope. today of what is to come for us. I love you guys and I hope you were blessed as well. Till we live our lives in obedience and response to God because we have this hope. We have a hope. Thank you for joining us for the Age Changer Show. If you'd like to see more about Summit Life Ministries, you can go to summitlifeministries.com. Also, we ask that you share this um, on your feed so that we can get the word out, that the word can run swiftly and be glorified as you share it and as you talk about it and as you grow and it changes you and transforms you that you express the kingdom of God in everywhere that you go. Um, If you could um, also include questions, if you have questions as you listen to or watch um, an episode, just put those down and we try to answer those on Fridays. Um, Also, you can follow or subscribe on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, those social media outlets. God bless you and we love you. What's up, everybody? This is Josh Furrow from the Summit Life Ministries team. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, and have a blessed week.